How desperate are you to stay young? How far would you go? Well, on today's episode of Ask the Beauty Advisor, we're going to be talking about that topic. We're going to be sharing with you some of the craziest, weirdest, and most bizarre beauty treatments that people are actually doing, including the stars. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Well, hello, and thank you for joining me today on Ask the Beauty Advisor, the podcast where we talk about all things health and beauty. Today, I have a very exciting show for you. Today, I ask you the question. What was your weirdest or strangest beauty treatment you've ever had done? And here's some of the answers that I got from you. The weirdest beauty treatment I ever had was a facial. Now, this was a facial where they just kept layering products over my face. Um, First, a serum was applied, then moisturizer, And next, they put a face mask that felt really cold, and then it turned into rubber. And over that, they then applied a warm mask that actually hardened to what felt like cement. I suddenly thought I might suffocate. I became claustrophobic and terrified of having a panic attack right there in the salon. Oh gosh, one of the weirdest facials I've ever had was a lifting treatment. The esthetician stuck electric probes into my skin. I felt electricity going through my face, and my facial muscles started twitching. I honestly thought I would either get electrocuted, or my face might permanently constantly twitch. Well, I don't know if this would really be considered weird, but I once went to a very famous spa to have a relaxing facial and massage. During the treatment, hot oil was poured over my forehead and massaged down over my face, neck, and into my hair. Initially, it was a little shocking and I wasn't sure I really liked having hot oil poured on my face. But within seconds, I fell into bliss. To this day, that was really the most pleasurable beauty treatment I have ever had. Only thing, it took three shampoos to get all that oil out of my hair. listeners who sent me in their weirdest beauty treatment experience. But to be honest, those really aren't considered to be so weird. In fact, the treatments or facials described here are really quite common, and most beauty professionals are very familiar with them. So if you want weird, I mean really weird, stay tuned, because I'm going to be sharing with you today a conversation I had with my neighbor Cheryl on this very topic. This was just really a very casual conversation, just really chit-chat between two girlfriends. Cheryl and I was just sitting around my kitchen table enjoying a glass of wine when Cheryl picked up one of the many beauty magazines I have laying around. As she was browsing through the magazine, she came across an article about how some of the rich and famous are doing some really bizarre beauty treatments. We started commenting on it, laughing and making jokes about it. And I got this brilliant idea of recording our conversation so that I could share it with you. So I hope you enjoy this. 
Let's go ahead right now and tune in to that conversation. Hello. Well, I want to introduce you today to my friend, Cheryl. Say hi, Cheryl. Hi. Cheryl's my friend and my neighbor. She's also a licensed esthetician. And today, you're going to hear our take on some of the weirdest and craziest facials and beauty treatments that people are doing, including the stars. So why don't we go ahead and get started? We tried to do this out of my patio, but it was so noisy and cold out there today. Even though we're in California, it's really cold here today. So we had to come out on the inside. Yeah, Cheryl and I are actually sitting here enjoying a glass of wine together. Cheryl, what's the name of the wine we're drinking? I really like this wine. Yeah, this is uh, one that's called Apothic Red. I chose this, red. Mm-hmm, I chose this one because I know we both like red wines, but you like slightly different types of red wines. And this one has got kind of everything in it. It's got your Zinfandel, Syrah, Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, these varieties come together seamlessly for a fruit-driven wine with fresh, dark fruit flavors and jammy red fruit notes. Yeah, that's what it says on the bottle. You know, it's actually right. pretty good. I like sweet wines. I, I like know. red, sweet, fruity I know. wines. I know you like a drier wine, I don't do. you? I do. Less sugar. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we came together on this wine. The only thing about this wine I'm not crazy about, sometimes it stains my lips. I don't know why. If they're dry, it'll leave like this purple stain on my lips. Interesting. Yeah, it does. Interesting. But yeah, I love this one. It's a mid-range price wine, around eight bucks. So it's pretty affordable. We drink cheap wine. (laughs) That's nice. Sometimes. Middle of the road wine. It's middle of the road. Yeah. Well, you know more about wine than me. So I believe you. All right, so enough about wine. Let's go ahead and get started with our very first bizarre facial on the list. I think it's the placenta facial, isn't it, Cheryl? This is actually a placenta face mask. Um, Typically a placenta face face mask. There even is placenta face creams. That's an old treatment. It is. It is. Is that treatment really being revived? I thought that treatment was way out of fashion. Is that treatment coming back again? Um, you know, I think some spas are definitely still using it. Um, actually, when I trained at skincare school up in Toronto, Canada, um, we actually used um, a placenta face mask. Now, placenta yeah. is an animal byproduct, is mm-hmm. it not? Mm-hmm. It's usually created from sheep placenta. Uh, this mask is hailed for its anti-aging benefits, and uh, there's been some controversy about placenta coming from human embryos, too. So Would they actually do that? I guess they would. Yeah, I think there's probably some companies that have done it in the past. I don't know. I don't like the idea of that. No, and I don't know how really proven it is. Um, it's often applied directly following uh, a chemical peel or a microdermabrasion treatment. So that way it's applied uh, directly under a fresh layer of skin. So it's kind of like yeah. an epidermal growth. It's like a protein. Yeah, exactly. It helps strengthen and right. thinning skin. Right. The placental extract boosts nutrients such as growth factors and amino acids. So exactly what you said. Um, so that's why you're going to use it in the mask form. Um, that way you're putting it on, you know, freshly 
um, exfoliated skin. I mean, I understand the concept of it, and I know that it probably would be a great treatment. I'm just not sure about using animal byproducts. Exactly, not especially in this day and age when people are really, really, you know, concerned against, about stuff well, like against that. using products in general, you know, that have any animal, um, you know, byproducts and even animal testing. So, if there wasn't a market for it people wouldn't be using it. But I guess that they're using byproducts of maybe like a beef or the leftovers are just recycling the products. Right. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, right. I can understand that. You're not going to stop people from eating beef or you're not going to... Yeah. And if it's the byproducts left over for the beef, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Is right. that unethical? It, it, you know, and it does not appeal to me and it's not going to appeal to a lot of people for that reason because, you know, people are just so much... You know, environmentally, environmentally tuned in today of not using byproducts from animals and I don't don't like animal testing even. So so. I don't think I would put it on my treatment list. No, I, I, I'm not going to rush out to do this either. Proponents claim that the nutrients in the placental facials increase cell turnover and collagen production. Um, so if you want to try this treatment, you can have it applied in a spa or purchase them over the counter for home use. But honestly, there's so many, you know, the advances now regarding uh, increasing cell turnover and collagen production in the skin that wouldn't be necessary. Yeah, you can get that, the same results. Right, exactly, that dermatologists, you know, recommend. So, so that's a big no. Yeah. So we'll move on to the next right. one. Had its heyday. It's had its heyday. There you go. Okay. All right, so let's move on to the next facial on our list here. I think it's the vampire facial, right? Tell us about the vampire facial, Cheryl. The vampire facial, yeah, that's one of the uh, that's one of the uh, weirdest uh, top new treatments that's going on that's going on right now. And what movie stars are getting these treatments? Ah, uh, you know, probably you know the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian, people like that. Apparently, it was given out at one of the award ceremonies uh, as one of their gratis really? uh, products. It was given out to the the runners-up, so to speak, the losers. Wow. <laughs> oh, so I guess all the losers get all the weird beauty treatments as gratis, right? <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell us what this treatment is all about? Well, this procedure involves a doctor injecting your skin with platelet-rich plasma. Uh, or platelet-rich fibrin matrix. Uh, this is known also as what's called the vampire facelift, and the procedure aims to make your skin look fuller and younger by stimulating new collagen creation. In order to create the plasma, your own blood is extracted, and then it's spun in a centrifuge to separate out the plasma. Uh, some doctors claim that using the patient's own blood may lead to fewer side effects than procedures using synthetic ingredients. So what they actually do is take some of your blood. So they must give you, what, a blood test, a blood, what do they call that? Extraction, a blood right. extraction. Right. And then they put it in some kind of mechanism that just takes some of the plasma out. Mm-hmm. And then they inject that under your skin, sort of like a filler. Right, right. Yeah, they're going to uh, you're gonna go in and they're going to extract the blood from your arm. It's like getting a blood test. And then that is put into... A special machine where the plasma is separated out from your blood. They discard your blood that's not actually used. 
Uh, so what they're going after is the, the plasma. You know, this is sounding a lot like one of those stem cell treatments, you know, where they take your fat, put it through a machine, separate the stem cells out of the fat, and then inject it as a filler underneath your skin. I'm wondering if this just isn't the same thing. I, I guess if you're making reference to producing more collagen, that's really what it all comes down to. Now, the vampire facelift is used in conjunction with um, other fillers that would normally be used first, as a matter of fact, and then um, and then the uh, injections with the plasma is used in conjunction with another filler like Rustalin. Would you be willing to do something like that? I would do this one. Mm-hmm. Yes, this one I would I would definitely be up for. You know, I'd be up with it too, and I don't know why I'm so afraid of needles. And getting my blood drawn seems to be a little scary for me. I mean, I get Botox, but something about having my blood drawn it's really frightens me. So yeah. even though I'd love to well, try this. You know, but a lot of people, you know, even people that give blood, a lot of people give blood. A lot of people donate blood, donate plasma. It's kind of like the same thing. But blood kind of makes me wheezy. It does make some people faint, you know. Well, then I guess it's not the right treatment for them. <laughs> but if you're um, serious about... Well, apparently I'm not. I don't know. I can't handle the blood. Let's talk about something else. All right, so why don't we go ahead and move on to the next one on the list there. Let's hear about that. What do you got for us? All right, the second one we have here is a very ancient uh, procedure called cupping. Cheryl, I think you mean the third one, don't you? Sorry, go ahead and tell us about cupping. Okay, well, cupping, it's actually um, an ancient Egyptian alternative medicine uh, where these heated cups are applied to the skin to create a suction. And this is supposed to increase the blood flow. The idea is that better circulation can aid the body in fighting conditions such as acne, shingles. Uh, so it's used for a lot of different medical conditions. Uh, the procedure may be done using bamboo, glass, or earthenware cups. Typically in the U.S. it's, it's done dry, which means that the cups are just simply heated to create a vacuum on the skin and then removed. Um, an alternative form, wet cupping, involves lancing the skin after the cups are removed, then reapplying the cups to suck out a small amount of blood. Oh, I don't know. That's scary to me. What do you think about that one? I'm not familiar with the wet cupping, but I am a little bit familiar with the, the dry cupping method. And how do you feel about that? Yeah, it, um, you know, I, I guess if you believe that increasing blood flow up to the tissues is going to help with medical conditions, then, you know, go for it. But uh, it's actually it's actually having a comeback. There's stars like Justin Bieber who are using this. Justin Bieber does this? He does. can't imagine yes. Justin Bieber doing this. I don't know why. Yeah, it's even been documented on, on the Internet with pictures. <laughs> is this something that you think you would do? No, I actually, um, you know, studied this procedure when I was at skincare school. We did this, but um, no, it's, 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 you know, not for me. All right, yeah. so our cupping thing is kind of, well, it's not the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. 
No, and like I said, it is it is kind of making you know it's it's a very old procedure done in countries like um, Egypt and Turkey, those kind of countries still used. So um, what is the purpose of it? Just to detox? Well, no, it's it's actually to bring blood flow up to the surface to the tissues, and that is supposed to nourish. kind of like a massage idea. It's supposed to then nourish help the with skin and different medical conditions. People who have different. Um, you know, medical conditions like pain, involving pain, um, even acne, because there are even smaller cups that can be used on the skin that help uh, increase blood flow and can help, help with acne. acne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, help with, uh, you know, with the acne situation. So, Well, I'm not rushing out to get that one. No, I think there's a lot of other choices. I do too. I can't. Yeah. Having my skin lanced and sucked. No. <laughs> leave that for other people. Yeah. You can leave that to the movie stars. Justin Bieber, good luck with that yes, one. Yes, yes. All right, so what's our next one on the list? All right, well, we have the fish pedicure. Oh, my God. Now, this has been around a while. It, it has, just like a lot of these uh, treatments. Um, uh, in uh, 2008, so-called Dr. Fish made their debut in the United States. Dr. Uh, fish? Is that what they're calling it? Doc, so-called, yes, Dr. Fish. <laughs> um, the Gara Rufa is their proper name, and they have been used in Turkey for more than 100 years. Uh, these little fish eat dead skin cells, so when you slip your tootsies into the warm foot bath, your calluses become their lunch. Now, fortunately for your feet, they don't have teeth, so the pedicure is not painful. However, it is possible to have minor bleeding. This could be the weirdest pedicure you've ever heard, unless, of course, you live in one of the 14 states who have banned them from spas due to cleanliness concerns. Um, Those states see reusing fish in a similar manner to reusing pedicure instruments, which is unsanitary. Yeah, the whole concept of that is so weird to me. I mean, what are you, sticking your feet in a fish bowl and they don't feed them anything but your feet? Right, it's like right. a piranha. It's going to go on a feeding frenzy of <laughs> your feet and your calluses. And then if you don't change the fishbowl, I mean the football or whatever, it gets slime. And w- I, I think people have gotten bacteria from this too, haven't they? Well, yeah, and that's why it's, it's been banned um, for the majority. So I, I don't think places the fish pedicure is something I'm willing to try. No, no, I'll just go the old-fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's our next one? Okay, well, we have what's called bee venom mask. Uh, Now, now this has recently uh, been brought into the spotlight by Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton Uh, gets mm -hmm. a bee mask, huh? Yes, yes, it comes in a jar. Skin serums and masks containing bee venom are thought to produce a youthful glowing effect. Uh, the The products claim to trick the skin into thinking it has been stung, thus plumping it up naturally. Uh, bee venom products range from about $50 for masks from a beauty counter to pricey spa treatments. Uh, some products may be uncomfortable to you, so just be sure to follow instructions carefully. And, of course, if you're allergic to bee sting venom, you stay away from uh, using a product like this. Yeah, yeah, how do you know if you're allergic? Well, I guess most people have gotten stung at least once in their life. Yeah, yeah. Generally, People generally know that they're allergic to bee stings. Would this be something you'd do? You know, yeah, 
Kate Middleton's good enough for Kate Middleton? Yeah, I'm willing to give this <laughs> one a try. The, if it's good enough for the queen, it's good enough for her servants. The princess. The princess. Uh, yes. And it's good enough for us, right? Right, right. Now, this one, yes, I, I would definitely uh, try. Yeah, I like Kate Middleton. I think she's yeah. a, a cool, nice, she's wholesome girl. She's a very girl. lovely girl. Yes, she is. All right, so we would do that for you, Kate Middleton. We yeah. sacrifice our face to the bees. Right. <laughs> what's the next one? Right. Well, we have what's a very interesting one called Ceramic Crystal Therapy. Oh, my God. And what movie stars getting this one? You know, this is by the actress model Jerry Hall. You might remember she was the ex-wife of uh, Mick Jagger. Okay. Okay. Now she is. It's rumored to be a. She, she is rumored to be among the fans of this unusual anti-aging treatment. Uh, this is where ceramic crystals are injected into your face to make you look younger, giving new meaning to the expression porcelain complexion. These crystals are considered permanent, unlike say Botox, which wears off after a certain amount of time. And though that might seem like a good thing. Experts say it carries its own set of complications uh, because our face changes a lot. And over time, you're going to lose volume and the particles become evident. Uh, so also there's always the risk that your body will reject the crystals as a foreign object. So the, uh, the, the cost of it, uh, that could vary from about $500 to $1,500 for a, for a session. But do you honestly want to have... Crystals poking up from your skin no. after a while. It looked like porcupine. Well, you know, these, a lot of times these actresses are so desperate to look and stay young. Look at Priscilla Presley. I, I don't, I think she's done something that really has made her look odd. And no, that one's not for me. Woody, how do you feel about that uh, no, one? No, no, I'm definitely going to pass on that one. Yeah, crystals, no, thank uh, you. No, I love crystals in their natural form, but not <laughs> no, not, not implanted into in my the, face. Uh, yeah, I think we can implant much that healthier things. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, Jerry Hall, Jerry. good luck. Yes. <laughs> All right, what's our next one? Okay, well, we have, uh, this one is called leech therapy. Oh, no, leeches. Yes, oh. yes. I had honestly never heard of this one before. I uh, This is very odd. Um, apparently, it's a, a mainstay medical treatment of your, from yesterday. Uh, the use of leeches is experiencing a resurgence for a variety of surprising reasons, uh, including wound healing after plastic surgery. But its value isn't just clinical. Uh, some celebs say what it's called leeching is an effective anti-aging beauty treatment that rejuvenates both body and soul. Uh, in an interview a few years ago on the late show with David Letterman, uh, the actress Demi Moore talked about a sophisticated leech therapy that she endured, um, apparently aimed at purifying the blood and helping her feel revitalized. But... Don't expect this alleged beauty boost to pop up uh, on the menu at your, your local day spa because uh, Miss Moore traveled to an undisclosed location, Austria, for her blood sucking. So they don't do it here. I think you'd have to go a long ways to find uh, someone that's being do it. done. Right, right. That's why we haven't really heard about this too much. Yeah. I'm going to pass on that one. Blood sucking. Just yeah. I, yeah. That's. I don't, they should be calling that one the vampire facial. Yeah, well, I, this one's just, this is like one of the very weirdest ones to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
What's our next one? Okay. Well, the next one we have is the uh, bird poop facial. Um, the bird poop facial. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of this one or not. It's oh actually, I, I actually have heard of this that one. so gross. Yeah. You've heard of that one? Mm-hmm. I have actually. Uh, well, tell us than, about it. Then. Well, more than a century ago in Japan, uh, the geisha and kabuki performers uh, used a face cleansing routine that included nightingale excrement to <laughs> remove that heavy lead-based face paint that they use. Uh, the idea is that the droppings have enzymes to break down the skin cells or cleanse the skin. Uh, and um, this woman who owns um, uh, a day spa in New York City, uh, the it's the uh, Shizuka Bernstein is her name. She owns the Shizuka Day Spa in New York City, and um, she's apparently researched this uh, beauty treatment, the history, and uses it at her um, spa. Uh, so just don't go raiding the nearest birdcage for your beauty arsenal, though. Well, don't uh, worry. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> that sounds so gross. I could just see myself laying there with bird poop on my face on the uh, facial table. I'd be so afraid of getting it in my mouth or something. I don't care how, how much they've processed it. That's not for yeah. me. That's just too gross. I think that there's other types of enzymes, enzymes that we can use. Yeah, it might have worked then or even now on this, um, you know, can't even imagine having late lead-based paint on my face, but... Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, so apparently um, you can actually get this dried, powdered, sterilized nightingale feces. It's, <laughs> it's available in treatments. No, thanks. I'll pass on that one. Yeah. All right, so what's the next one? Well, that's actually the, um, that's actually the last one that I have on my list, but you know that there are other ones. Um, there's a lot of other weird treatments. I'm uh, sure they're going to come out with even more weird ones. Oh, yeah. Everything, anything in the name of beauty. What we won't do, what lengths we won't go to, right? For, for beauty treatments. For beauty treatments. Right, right. But it's kind of interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Researching. But um, yeah. I don't know. What, Some of these you could get to do the same thing without going to those extremes. Right. It's kind of interesting what the rest of the world is doing. I know, isn't it? Yeah. These are like, like well, some of these are old remedies coming back. They are. But it's um, kind of like going around the world, you know, to check out the beauty treatments. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'm going to stop the recording right there. Cheryl and I got on to our second glass of wine. And, yeah, we kind of lost focus. You know, what do you expect? We're lightweights. Anyways, I hope that you'll be back next week. I have a great show for you. I'm going to be sharing with you some tips on how you can tell if you're going to get a good facial. I'm also going to reveal what people think about when they're laying there getting a facial. They have some very interesting thoughts. So I'll be sharing that with you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to join the newsletter, my monthly newsletter. There's a link right there in the show notes. Just click on the cover art. You'll see a sign-up link. Sign up for the monthly newsletter. If you somewhere listening where you don't see the link, you can go to the blog, askthebeautyadvisor.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Take care.
The Beauty Advisor is a part of the Beauty Radio Network. If you have a podcast or need help in starting a podcast and would like to be a part of a free, supportive network, then learn more by contacting Deanna at beautyradionetwork.com.